0: Hey Champions, this is your weekly podcast about Genesis Battle of Champions and in this cast we talk about everything related to game design, development, testing, and more for Genesis. I'm Masid, the creator and lead designer, and in this episode we're going to be covering Aura and Energy. We're going to dig into some of the lore around it and why do we add them. So let's begin by talking about Aura. So what is the lore around Aura? Uh, Well, first off, you need to know for gameplay reasons, uh, Aura is just a currency that is used to do magical abilities like cast spells, bring out creatures, or call call forth alterations and skills. So, what is the lore around it? The lore in the Genesis universe is that Aura is this viscous uh, liquid that is around the world. And when tapped into, it can be used to do magical abilities. Uh, So this is something that is around everything that is in the world. Anything, it's very similar to water. It's clear. It doesn't have much of a shine to it or anything. But when acted upon, it can do so much. And arenas in the Genesis universe are just areas where aura pools together. And champions, the reason why champions are so powerful is that each one has access to a conduit. And what the conduit does is it heightens the ability of aura. It allows them to use it in really, really powerful ways. So conduits do a few things, but that's definitely one of their greatest strengths. The other thing is that it heightens the power of the champion that's wielding it. So Malik, for example, when he acquired his conduit, the demon skull that he wears around his neck, uh it's a symbol of the chief of the air, of the Vishid area. When he acquired it, his physical strength were amplified by tenfold. He can leap uh, miles ahead and do some really amazing things. So Aura once a champion once anyone has access to it, they can start doing some magical abilities with it. And conduits allow champions to heighten their ability without Aura. So that's a lore behind it. Why did we add it? So Aura originally was um, our resource system that we're making into the game. It was our primary and only resource system when we started making Genesis. Uh, You could use Aura to do basically anything. However, uh, we needed to find a way to calculate this Aura. Our original system was that every single turn you got one aura. And then we kind of shifted it into this idea that every single turn you get one of a particular type of aura. So uh, at the beginning of the turn you can get one chaos aura, one thymos aura, one axon aura, whichever one you needed. And then you accumulated those and then spent them on the spells for that particular affiliation. But this was too derivative about from a lot of CCGs that were out there already. So, we wanted to do something that was a little bit different. We originally had champions have this aura rate, and every single turn you gained aura equal to your aura rate, and your champions dictated what cards can go into your deck. So, that part has stayed the same, where the champions tell you which cards can and cannot go into your deck, but the aura rate we shifted. So, originally, our big casters would have an aura rate of 10, and every single turn you got 10, 10, 10, 10. 10, And then you eventually accumulated it all and did some massive amount of damage. But after a lot of conversations, one of my friend kind of came up with this idea of like, why don't you just start off with all your aura? And it simulated the pit fight feel a lot better because when you were to walk into battle, if you and your opponent are gonna walk into a pit fight, uh, think of like Thor and Hulk and Thor Ragnarok. When they came into the battle, they came in with full strength. You're not going to come in there uh, with nothing and build up to your full strength. You're going to come in with your full strength and then slowly r- windle down to nothing. Uh, so the idea of starting off with all your aura was a really really cool concept, and they reversed the entire uh, timeline of the game. Most games start off with you having nothing and building up to your full strength. We gave you everything at the beginning and you slowly get weaker and weaker as the battle goes on. So that was kind of the system of Aura and how we got it up to the point it's currently at. Uh, And now taking a shift and talking about energy. So what is energy and how does it burn cards off your timeline? The idea was everyone has a capacity of how much energy they can normally spend. So if you're someone who's a avid runner, you're able to run farther distance than someone who doesn't regularly. And if they ever try to push themselves, it takes a huge drain off of them. Uh, so everyone has a capacity for doing certain abilities. And if you ever try to push yourself beyond that capacity, it takes a toll on you. And that toll comes from shortening your life so if we look at a card like um rain of arrows for example everyone can do it but for some people it takes a bigger toll on them so fong she's very very strong at doing anything related to energy and it doesn't take as much of a toll for her for her to do cross punch or guided arrow it's like nothing she just does it uh but even for a regular fighter like malik or even for and then especially for a mage it takes the full to- a toll off of them nubia has to pay the full cost and it's shortening their life because you're trying to put yourself push yourself beyond your capacity and it's bring you a little bit closer to tiring you out all the way so the question of why did we add energy into the game this one was kind of interesting So way back when, when I first started developing this kind of tactical game, uh, the characters had the stats of aura, attack, aura, HP, attack, and defense. And defense was a reduction you had against any damage that was coming towards you. Attack was how much damage you dealt. Uh, HP and aura are the same as they are now. Well, it was an aura rate at that time, and HP was how much you started with. However, as I watched more, I don't know, I was really into a lot of those cinematic uh, fight sequences from Final Fantasy, and there's one in particular from Crisis Core, where Sephiroth is fighting Genesis and Angeal, and if you haven't seen this video, it is awesome, and it's one of my favorite fight scenes from any video game, Uh, and it had that seamless blend of switching from being a fighter to being a mage and throwing these fireballs as you're swinging your sword or imbuing your sword and i wanted that that feeling a little bit more how do we create fighters and after a lot of uh, trial and error and trying to tweak this i realized fighters had to take a completely different resource system so each one focused on a particular resource system and went for that so mages went for aura and fighters went for energy Originally the concept of energy was an energy pool. So uh, a fighter would have a status, to say seven. uh, And that's how many cards they could put into energy pool. So if you were to play cross punch, you put two cards into your energy pool. And then you played another cross punch, you put two more. And then you played another cross punch, you put two more. And that was it for the round. You couldn't add more cards into your energy pool. So now you couldn't do more as a fighter uh this was kind of cool because it meant that fighters had more capacity for doing particular things but this didn't this got too complex and it was too hard to kind of navigate around so we simplified the entire concept and just did energy reduction as it is now so Fighters focus around this idea of they can spend a lot for energy, like a Fong deck can run multiple Reign of Arrows, where a Nubia deck, uh, not Nubia, but like a long deck probably couldn't. Uh, And this will be more prominent as the game kind of goes on and there's higher energy costing cards. Fighters really do look at their timeline as their core resource, where mages look at Aura as their core resource. So those are the two types of resources, aura and energy. Uh, So now you should understand a little bit more of the lore that's going on behind it. Why uh, kind of that connection between mechanic and flavor. And why did we add these things? We really wanted to give a sense that you could take two different approaches with your deck design. You can either be the fighter or you could be the mage. And we needed two resources to really do that. I hope that all makes sense. If you have any questions, make sure you uh, send them our way. Uh, Also, if you have any other topics for future casts, make sure you hit that contact us in the top right corner of the website and send it to that uh, email address. But that's everything for today's cast. Bye for now.